Hello. I hope today is a good day in your world and you are headed into your weekend with just what you're hoping to enjoy. This is Kate Larson. This is Health is Power. And given the time of year, I thought it would be great to talk about alcohol and parenting. Whatever it is for you, I think many people are drinking. I encourage you to think about traditions and practices that you typically engage in. The stretch from Thanksgiving to Christmas is one of this country's top drinking moments. It's a relatively normal practice, gathering with friends and family, even with the pandemic. It's hard not to celebrate, maybe in a job that doesn't really allow you a break, or perhaps you're actually feeling really isolated and alone. There are other reasons that people are drinking, not all of them happy. It can be a time of loneliness and stress, and many of us are feeling socially awkward Financial and economic difficulties are pervasive, real problems, and there's pressure to buy gifts for people, to take care of our children and make magic, and people are struggling to pay the bills and just make ends meet. That can lead to overconsuming. Women in general are drinking more, especially mothers, and historically it was that men were drinking more than women, but this gap has been closing. The pandemic, of course, made this worse. There is role overload and lots happening that people feel like they are constantly juggling so many things and need to unwind at the end of a day. I'm sure you've seen the memes or heard the jokes, but what is really behind this seeming rise in parents drinking? Mara Altman wrote a New York Times article about this and said, When you see other moms who are really stressed out and drinking to medicate that stress on social media, it doesn't seem as abnormal to go drink wine in the pantry. In a way, moms are marketing to one another, parents are marketing to one another and selling the idea that we have to use alcohol to get by and to enjoy ourselves. I get it. So many people have used alcohol and drugs to cope with the suffering we have all endured and that for many, we continue to endure. People want pleasure to have fun, to let go. So this is not about judgment or making suggestions about what is right for you, for your family, but more about stepping back and asking What is going to promote healthy practices that support your values for your self-care and your role as a parent? Drinking alters our inhibitions and our moods and how we hear and communicate with others. It can really do the opposite of what we hope. It can create more stress and more misunderstanding. It's our job to be role models, teaching moderation and healthy choices, I think at a minimum, and For some families, these habits and addictions will translate into a cycle of substance abuse and addiction that will carry on through the generations. And sometimes our practices are a result of what happened in our lives when we were young people. So here are some things to know about alcohol and adolescence. The adolescent brain lends itself to experimentation and impulsive actions. The prefrontal cortex is not fully developed until early 20s, and this means that young people are highly susceptible to things that make them feel good. 
And their brains are also increasingly molded by these dopamine hits that they're getting from digital use. During these years of transition between childhood and adulthood, the brain is growing, it's changing in really important ways and ways that are crucial for this transition to be successful. So when teens and young adults drink alcohol, it has more effect on their brains than it does on adult brains, and it can interfere with the process of development and really last the rest of their lives. What are some effects of alcohol on the human brain as an adult? The earlier a person starts drinking at harmful levels, the greater their risk of small amounts of brain damage. This can lead to problems with memory and learning. It can increase the risk of addiction, many other things that I won't go into, but certainly some great articles on our website that list the many ways it affects our bodies. The teenage years is really a great time to pay attention, to know who are your loved ones with, where are they, and what safe plans can we put in place to help them if they're ever in a situation where things are going south. So here are some things you can do. Talk to your teens about alcohol and its effects and make sure that they have the facts. Here are some of them. Alcohol's effects begin very quickly, often before we know it. We don't always recognize that critical decision-making abilities, driving skills, they're long diminished before you're really showing these overt signs of intoxication. It initially can feel like a stimulant. People feel upbeat and excited and they feel more comfortable socially. But we don't want them to be fooled. Alcohol is going to decrease their inhibitions. It's going to change judgment and definitely can lead to reckless decisions. The more alcohol a person consumes, the longer your reaction times become. Your behavior can become poorly controlled. You can sometimes be aggressive. This can cause fights, other types of violence. As you continue to drink, have slurred speech, loss of balance. Alcohol can cause blackouts. At higher blood alcohol concentration levels, it is a clear depressant, and this can cause people to pass out if their dose is high enough. And even higher levels face life-threatening overdose and the suppression of your vital life functions. Many young people are ending up in the emergency room. It is a very scary experience for the families. It's terrifying for the young people. And it can happen quickly because they don't have any clue of what their tolerance is and they are drinking quickly. During an evening of drinking, it's really easy to misjudge how long alcohol is going to have an effect on your body. Young people have this idea, this myth that they can sober up, that they could drink a cup of coffee, that they might be able to drive safely. Same with adults. Alcohol is going to continue to affect your brain and your body long after the last drink has been drunk. I believe very strongly as a parent of a 16-year-old that having strict rules about alcohol use and consequences if the rules are broken is important. It's normal for teens to experiment, but I feel if you condone going to parties with alcohol and binge drinking or driving while drinking, it could end really terribly. Maybe have a conversation as a family and get clear about what your values are, what you believe works well. Get to know the parents of your teen's friends, and I think working towards having shared community responsibility, open flow of communication, helps keep everyone safe. 
it's annoying to no end to my son that I want to know where he's going, that I want to know if parents are home at parties. At 16, he thinks it's a huge inconvenience that I still care. And I really, it doesn't matter to me because I think it's super important. A couple things you can do in general, obviously healthy food and snacks slows the absorption of the alcohol. Drinking on an empty stomach is a big mistake and will leave us all feeling terrible the next day. Hydrating sparkling sodas or seltzer water around, it slows the rate of your alcohol absorption and lowers your peak alcohol concentration in your blood and provides an alternative. Thinking about getting home safely, designated drivers, and knowing the underage drinking laws. Also setting a good example, drinking responsibly yourself and not driving after you've been drinking more than you can handle and still make good decisions as a driver. I think these conversations should happen with families, be brief and firm, things like do not drive or get in a car with someone who is drinking. Please call me anytime. I will ask zero questions, but I will pick up anyone who needs help or a ride. I hope this is helpful to you. I hope it just gets you thinking. You may already have done this with your kids or have thought about this for your own life. Please understand, no judgment. This is my encouragement to hit the pause button and reflect. I love this quote from Viktor Frankl. Between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. And in our response lies our growth and our freedom. What does drinking responsibly mean for you? How in control are you? How does this serve you? How does this affect you or the people closest to you? Are you showing up as the person that you want to be? And really, what does freedom mean to you? You care about your friends and family they care about you. I care about you. So just let's look after each other, you know? Wishing you the warmest and most wonderful days ahead. I am so appreciative of having you join me in this crazy wild experience of health is power and the practice of life. I look forward to seeing you on the flip side.